two families. Noah was the son of Lamech, son of Methuselah, the oldest man of whom we have record living, 969 years. Noah was the last of the faithful fathers in his era. His story is one of hope in the midst of darkness, the willingness to stand bravely and to sacrifice in faithfulness to his God and in view of his hope. Things were much different in those first millennia of humanity. Among other things, men lived well into their 900s. We will see that again someday, but for now, it is difficult to imagine. Noah was the tenth generation of Adam. Yet Adam himself died only 126 years before Noah was born. Adam's grandson Enosh was Noah's great-great-great-great-great-grandfather, and he lived to see Noah grow up. People had a much broader vision of things back then. Noah came from a long line of conservative men who remained faithful to the God of their fathers, the Creator and Redeemer, Yahweh. Noah's faithful father Lamech must not be confused with an earlier man bearing the same name, Lamech the son of Cain. Like his father, Lamech son of Cain was a murderer. Noah's heritage was different. There were two groups of people in society, those faithful and those not. These two groups were representatives of two quote-unquote families, we can say, going all the way back to Adam. When Adam and Eve fell into sin through deception and disobedience, they were barred from God's presence and a curse was placed upon mankind. God also cursed the evil being who deceived them. God cursed him with total defeat. Until that time would come in history, however, God said that antagonism, hatred, would reign between the seed of the serpent and the seed of Eve. God said, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Genesis 3.15 This was a prophecy of the Messiah, but it has always historically manifested itself among men as well. Despite his trajectory of defeat, the enemy and his followers do all they can to assert dominion in the earth and over other men, and they often have had no scruples about how they have done so. We first saw this when Cain murdered Abel. Cain did so not because Abel had aggressed against him, but because Cain was envious of his brother. For this reason, we are told that Cain was of the evil one, 1 John 3.12. Though he was a blood descendant of Adam, he was not of the faithful quote-unquote seed. He was of the seed of the evil one. Those who remained faithful to God, however, looking ahead through sinful society to his promises, we, the true sons of Adam. Just as Adam, remaining faithful, was called a son of God, Luke 3.38, so are his faithful children also the sons of God. Here you can see the two quote-unquote families, they are families of faith, or confession, not bloodlines necessarily. One keeps faith in God, the other faith in man, or self. Cain was banished from Adam's settlement in Eden, the land around the garden itself. He went about wandering, and, in his sin, established his own societies based upon his rebellion against God. His cities reflected his nature and beliefs, selfishness and violence. 
we will talk more about his civilization of violence in the following chapters. In a world inhabited by such frightful men, the faithful must contend not only with their own petty squabbles, for we are not perfect either, but with the crimes and tyrannies of the rapacious. The endeavor merely to live faithfully, even minding our own business, becomes a lifelong struggle. The more sinful men struggle, the more struggle mounts into strife and war. Over long generations, constant fear of warfare and conquest and constant war against traditional morals and values lead inevitably to decline. Godly people feel themselves surrounded, cornered. Noah was born in the midst of such a society, but his father was not like other men. His father feared God and had hope in the promises of God. Someday the faithful seed would prevail, and the seed of the evil one would be crushed. Someday, all of that struggle would end. And so, the father named his son Noah, which means rest. In fact, Lamech may have even thought Noah would be the promised redeemer himself, saving mankind even from the original curses. For he proclaimed, Out of the ground that the Lord has cursed, this one shall bring us relief from our work and from the painful toil of our hands. Genesis 5.29 Noah would indeed be a great figure of redemption, but not the Redeemer. He would only be a symbol of the Redeemer to come, as we shall see. Nevertheless, God would bring to pass a new quote-unquote rest in ways Lamech, son of Methuselah, could not have imagined. As bad as things were, there were centuries yet to come. God was not yet ready to act. What moved him? We need to understand the true nature of the society that provoked judgment. In doing so, we will be looking into a mirror in many shocking, perhaps frightening ways. As bad as things were, there was a facade of greatness, progress, power, safety, and wealth that provided a deceptive cover to the evil.